Chub Creek 181. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm. On the banks of Chub Creek. Chub Creek. Okay, let's give this a shot. You know, I have to say this hobby is uh, probably best for, you know, technology nerds, I guess. Because working out how to record in the car was so much fun. I had a big fail yesterday. I had a huge fail. I thought I worked it out. It was my backup thing. I'm just backing out. So I think I'm good with this setup, but it could be another giant fail. But anyway... I'm going to just assume it's not. I actually have some court report. If you care, I have court reporting, stereo court reporting mics. It's actually something I got for free years ago as I was messing around trying to figure out how to record. Um, what I wanted was like just body recording. Like like I didn't want to walk around holding mic f- mics or holding my recorder. I wanted to build it into my my jacket and so I had like I have this older jacket and I poked holes in the collars and I had these binaural microphone heads sitting in the collar and I drove around all day yesterday I was doing my my kind of Saturday shopping and messing around I didn't want to go hiking because it's too cold it's even colder today and I'm not quite ramped up for cold yet but I will be Um, and and it's too bad too because I figure uh, you know I feel like I had some some uh, you know sometimes you have stuff to talk about and sometimes you don't I kept have I kept having these things that I wanted to talk about which maybe I can find again but um, and I was kind of encouraged that okay with a little anyway so the <laughs> I'm terrible at storytelling aren't I some people are great at it and I just have such a scatterbrain I can't focus on one subject and finish it so maybe I can continue the thread. So, um, I rec- I record all day long, and part of the part of the point also was just hit record, let the thing go, and don't worry about starting and stopping. That was my plan, and it actually, it actually was a good plan because whenever I thought of something to talk about, I just pipe up. It means more editing and stuff, like you know, because a lot of dead air. But. Um, it worked, and so after I was happy. At the end of the day, I had all my errands done, and uh, and I know you probably are thinking, "What do you want to record in the car for?" It's like, I've had people tell me they hate when I record in the car, but it's a newer car; it's a little quieter. <laughs> but I don't know; I just like it. It's a good place to kind of sit and chill and think about things. Um, but I won't be doing it obviously all the time because I love nature recording. By the end of the day. I went and tested out my recordings, and I had made one, and I didn't even realize it at the time, but I had made one really stupid mistake, and uh, what I thought the mistake was, was I didn't set my jacket up properly, and the microphones, I thought, were rubbing against the fabric, so all you could hear was, you know, like, like, like that, and, uh, I was just depressed, and I and so this morning I kind of got piped up again and interested, and I 
ripped all that stuff out of my code. I actually had two binaural microphones. And uh, as I plugged in the one I was using, I'd realized I'd messed up the, the, the one of them was producing no output. It was just mono now. Uh, and I don't know how I did it. Probably just pushing it through my jacket inside the collar was probably what did it. Anyway, I used my other ones and uh, wrecked them too. So I wrecked both of my set of, of binaural mics, which I don't know. I'm not all that upset about because I actually don't love binaural recording anyway. It's never quite as nice as my record. Anyway, so making this story too long. But in the end, what I realized was I didn't set up my little Zoom recorder properly. It was recording both from itself, the microphones built into the recorder, which was just in my pocket. So it was just bouncing around in my pocket, making sloshing noises. But all I had to do was hit a fuck. All I had to do was hit a switch and it would have been perfect. Anyway, so it almost makes me want to do the same setup again because the stereo was great. You know, I, I went into, uh, uh, I'll do, I'm going to go into Tim Hortons again. I have another plan um, because I just love, uh, I love those little vignettes of being somewhere and hearing it in perfect stereo. It's just one of those nerdy things I like. So here I am out again. And um, um, and I had another thing to say. Oh, so happy birthday to my mama. Um, it was actually yesterday. And I, again, I did all this yesterday, but it's okay because on her birth certificate, um, somebody wrote in uh, handwriting, I probably said this before, that her birthday was, uh, uh, it's, it's written in longhand, like the number is written in, in uh, how, do you, how do you put that? It's not a numeral, it's alpha, 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 whatever. It's the word, the word ninth, and it also looks like tenth, which is hard to picture unless you just write it out. It's the way they wrote the N or the T. And so I'm ever since, ever since she met, excuse me, mentioned this a few years ago, <laughs> I've been so confused about whether it was the 9th or the, excuse me, or the 10th, um, but it's the 9th. Anyway, so happy birthday yesterday, Mama. She's on a cruise ship. I don't even know where they're going, um, but uh, Mom and Dad are, they're snowbirds, and they, they just get the hell out of here as soon as it gets too cold, which is kind of a nice idea. Um... And mom says she just wished she'd continued to trust her mom's judgment about the 9th versus 10th. Oh, and she said it came up because she was questioned at customs or something. Unbelievable, eh? Um, yeah, so because of the devastation of Hurricane... Um, oh, crap, what was the name of the hurricane? Maria or something? Why can't I remember that? Um, that just devastated parts of... Uh, Puerto Rico um, uh, and the island of Dominica was completely devastated, and I and I I particularly am aware of that because. Um, so, backstory: I have um, over the years I've really found it therapeutic, which is a, a, an irony. I think it's an irony that. Um, um, helping other people, listening to other people with their problems, uh, I found therapeutic. And so there's this website, there's a couple of them. One of them I really like, um, you go online, you just enter these chat, well, you actually don't even enter chat rooms. You just make yourself available and someone will call upon you because you have your profile there 
with what you like to talk about. I tend to like talking about relationship problems because it's low, it's a little bit low energy. But every once in a while, you, you come across someone who um, you strike up a bit of a friendship with, and um, it's happened to me twice. One uh, in particular is this young woman named Anna who uh, lives in the States, but she was going to school in Dominica for, uh, for medical, med medical school. Um, but over the years, like, so this is, I don't know, four years ago, five years ago. Um, um, and it's not romantic. It's just a really nice friendship, you know? And so, you know, if I'm having tough times, I can reach out and say hello and chat with her and she'll give me some, some thoughts and, and vice versa. And I just love, you know, it's kind of almost paternal. That I can give her advice about things, uh, and I love it. And um, uh, another friend of mine, Katie. Um, uh, so it's happened to me twice, uh, and I really love it. I, I love being able to reach out to somebody over the waves, and um, you know. And so anyway, um, it just so happened that I heard I heard about the hurricane coming, and it said something about barreling towards Dominica. And I hadn't talked to uh, Anna in quite a while, maybe in a few months. And so I texted her and said, holy shit, there's a hurricane um, coming where you were going to medical school. Because I thought she was back in, us, in the States. Turns out she just returned there, just returned back. And there she was in this set of apartments, uh, two levels. So she's like, on, I think on the second floor or the first floor, first floor, I think it was. And... Uh, this hurricane fucking barreling towards her force five like the worst and she said something like yeah i'm kind of a little bit freaked out right now but you know and i said well get water make sure you fill the bathtub with water i'm just trying to think of things to do hide in the corner find a strong you know corner of the broom of the strongest part of the building i didn't know what to do i, I knew a little bit from from reading about tornadoes but and i know the hurricanes can spawn tornadoes and um I remember her saying, and I remember saying that to her. I only had a chance for about four or five sentences, and she cut off. I didn't hear back. And I was really, really worried. And I was like, holy shit, she might be absolutely, she might be dead right now. Just, just like instantly. Because, you know, hurricanes, uh, you know, 150, 200 mile an hour winds, more. And eight days go by, and I still didn't hear from her. And then finally, one day, she texted me that she was uh, she was able to find connection on a boat uh, because she was being rescued by boat. She spent eight days stranded, and the whole island of Dominica was demolished. And if you look online, it's just insane how, how how completely devastated. I'm sure, you know, tourism was a big deal there. I'm sure you know, things like banana plantations were a big like zero of that now. So. Um, I'm so relieved that she's okay. Um, and anyway, yeah, so, you know, my parents are getting on a cruise ship, and, and, and I was telling my dad, because he was saying, um, you know, we're not going to touch on some of those places that we normally go because the hurricanes just smoke them. And, uh, and I said, yeah, like Dominica, right? Because that might have been one of them. And I think, I think he even mentioned that it might have been one of the destinations. I'm not sure I might be dreaming that. And... Uh, and I told him the story. And she sent me some photographs of the devastation. Uh, luckily, she, like, she was totally chill. She just kind of hung out on the couch. I heard all this horrible winds happening. She was on the first floor, pretty well protected. But the whole roof of the place was gone on the second floor. 
so uh, yeah it made me very kind of grateful um, and appreciative of the suffering that happens in uh, places that get hit by this kind of stuff crazy huh So yesterday, one of the things I did was just Christmas shopping. And I always go to the dollar store because it's fun. It's fun and it doesn't cost a lot. And you sometimes find some junk you don't really need. But so here I am in the dollar store. And, you know, I found I found some things like 
uh, a closet organizer for two dollars. Um, some some uh, work socks, you know, for a buck and a half. Um, and I don't even remember. I spent somehow twenty five dollars in there. And as I was, I was going to the, to the lineup, I saw you know, shit. There's thirty something people in this lineup, and I was so pissed. And I was like, oh man. And then I realized it just reminded me of this. Um, Netflix thing that I watched which Netflix isn't isn't Netflix like the best thing that ever happened to television it's amazing yes I'm watching The Crown by the way I think I'm on episode 3 um so I saw this particular show I don't remember the name of it because I have no brain but uh, if I remember I'll try to pick, tell you the name of it um about a guy who was a journalist and who happened to um, have one of the earliest video recorders. It was so big that he had to push it around in a, in a literally in a baby carriage. It was such a great big apparatus that he had for the video. But he went to Cuba and he uh, did this repeatedly over you know a decade or fifteen years in between, between five or six different visits. And when he began this, it was Fidel Castro was quite a young man. Or not young, like, you know, 40s. Uh, and somehow he got in front of Fidel. He, he recorded a lot of the locals. He visited these four farmers with uh, four siblings, one sister, three brothers. Um, and he got in front of Fidel. And every decade or 15 years, he would repeat this. And you would kind of get a good picture of of what it was like to live there and how it changed over the political different political climates. And at one point when Russia, you know, was no longer the USSR, um, then all of the fund all of the, the support that Russia was sending to, to Cuba fell away. Suddenly there was no, you know, I bet you there was no vodka, there was no uh, potatoes, there was no millions of dollars a day in subsidies or something. Um, so there was no flour, there was no meat. Um, they had to subside on all of a sudden on mostly what they grew. Um, and when this fellow, this reporter, visited first these, the the farmers that I was talking about earlier, the three brothers—they're probably sixty-ish even in the first in the first visit—and they had, you know, I don't know. It only seems to happen in in poorer countries. But they had two oxen, and they had their perpetual smile. And sorry, they were had a perpetual smile on their faces, which you only see. You don't see that very often. And you know what I mean, like these old, kind of wise faces that are just always smiley. It's something that I can you can picture that when I say Cuba. But you don't you don't see that at home, do you? They just love their lives. They love their oxen. Who they used them to plow the field, and they planted um, yucca plants and which you know gives you that root that you can eat um they had chickens the sister was like snapping just casually snapping the freaking neck of this chicken just as the camera walks up like just pulling on it it's like oh jesus and um they just had such a happy life but the second time they visited and they arm wrestle with them now they're 70 and the third visit they're like 80 and the fourth visit um 
all of a sudden um, people were on really hard times no cheese no bread um, you know it used to be it's a communist country so you don't you know you line up and you get your daily whatever and there just wasn't anything and so people were stealing and the the, the poor old guys were like in their 90s now and they weren't smiling as much it, even then they were still smiling you know it just they were smiling but but terribly sad at the same time because someone had stolen one of their oxen and the next time he visited someone had stolen the other one and there's this 90 year old guy sitting on a chair with his head in his hands it wasn't being dramatic it's just apparently he does this at this he'd started to do it every uh, every day he just kind of breaks down and and kind of covers his head and kind of cries because he's got no way to to be useful anymore. He's got no work. He can't provide for himself because he had no oxen for milk and plowing the fields. Someone stole them to eat. And I just thought, you know, and it was just such a sweet snapshot of, of life there. And I just was reminded of that when I was in this bloody lineup in the dollar store buying shit I didn't need and being upset about it. So it just reminds you that it's all relative, you know. And no, I don't do that very much. And, and you know, uh, I'm definitely not the best example of of anything. <laughs> but once in a while, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is. Maybe you do. Send me an email. What is it? Feedback at chubcreek.com. What do you think about all that? It was interesting to look at uh, Castro, too. You should watch that show if I can figure out what the name of it was. It's called Cuba and the Cameraman. Um, Got 100% uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Castro seemed like a nice guy. You know, every single time he'd find uh, a way to get in front of him, Castro was just a delightful person with his big friggin' cigar. And in the very end, it was very, very touching. He finally got to, to see him uh, on his final visit. And Castro was in his 90s now. And just looking very, very old. And uh, I think he died that uh, very day. He got to say goodbye to him and Castro signed his shirt. It was very sweet. Stay.
that kind of sucked. I struck out. I had one one major mission today, and that was to take my. I have a nice um, my work coat, my winter coat. It's like um, it's a pea coat. I don't know what do you call one of those things? Like uh, a pea coat. Um, pea coat. I don't know what you call it. Uh, pea coat. I was going to say a navy something. Mm, pea coat. I can't believe how many pea brain times I I need to recall something and I've got nothing. Does that get worse as you get older or what? Um, what do you call what do you call those kind of navy style? Haven't we been over this? Um, it's a pea coat. Kind of knee length, like a long wool coat. Pea coat. What the frig do you call that? Pea anyway. coat. Pea coat. <laughs> Say it with me. So, of course, it's closed. And then I've, you know, I was looking on my phone for other places that are not closed. And I guess Sundays, everything is closed. Here, I'm trying to cut this guy off here. Just a reminder, it's a pea coat. Um, and so I'm just cruising around looking for those little malls that have, uh, just hoping I run into one. And then I've just noticed that this little mall here, it has so many awesome multicultural foods so right in here we've got um Cindy S-I-N-D-H-I Indian street food next to jerk and barbecue haven <laughs> next to King Pan Karachi Bazaar next to well there's a currency converters and a jeweler and then there's Papa John's Pizza which is weird a Pita and Grill Express and a Baklava King. What an awesome bunch of stuff. There's another little mall like this. Um, but no cleaners. Anyway, I wanted to... Um, I just have this worst luck with zippers. Beg your pardon? Where they always just self-destruct what? and my freaking coat won't do up. Oh. And uh, so I just wanted to put a new... And I'm gonna, I want to tell them, when you put the new zipper on... You know, I don't mind paying extra for the supersonic titanium extra friggin' perfectly strong zipper. It doesn't bust. Doesn't he sound drunk? Zipper or bust? He's not. It's not. I swear. Yeah, I guess that's the name of this episode. It's not funny because he's driving. Um, he's not. Anyway, I think I'm going to fail. I'm not going to find it on a Sunday. And then I'm wondering, why the hell not? What? Do, why Why Sunday? What's so special about Sunday for dry cleaners? <laughs> Seems like a good day to me. You take your stuff. Guess not. Uh, he was just tired. Um, he was tired for recovering from the Christmas party, which was like three days earlier. You can hear it. Another thing I was going to tell you. In my voice, you oh. can hear it. When I was at Timmy's, oh, I was just re I reminded myself of how awesome Apple Pay is. Do you have Apple Pay? Where you just hold your fingerprint over your phone and boop, money gets sucked out of your account. And I even, I really love how Apple has um, apparently made it super secure in that nothing is transmitted except a code that just is, um, you know, um, a signal of transaction. He's trying to say it doesn't transmit your PIN or your bank account or anything. You know, the, between your bank and your phone. I'm going to pull in here in this next little mall here and see what they've got. I just love it. Okay, so here we've got a butcher shop. Oh, cleaners. Heritage Hills. Is it open? 
please, 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 please. I don't want to fail at my mission. It kind of looks... Uh, it's closed. Fuck. Why are they always closed? See, here we've got Anantha Bhavan uh, West Indian Restaurant. We've got Meat Shop. Uh, where's that little Italian? There used to be an awesome Italian deli in here, and it seems to be gone. That's too bad. Oh, no, there it is. Italian Bakery. I love that place. Got to go in there just to get some sausages or something. Actually, I think I will. See if they have any. Dinner. Um, oh, and before I finish, I was going to also... that was So that reminded me... Uh, I'm remembering stuff I talked about yesterday is what I'm doing. <clears throat> um, but that somehow went from that to AI. Because this car, this, this Accord has... It stays in the lane by itself. It has cruise control that hits the brakes for you. It stays a certain distance behind the car ahead of you. It has... Um, uh, windshield wipers that uh, turn on by themselves. It's got high beams that go on and off, high and low by themselves. It's pretty neat. And, um, but it's all like the beginning of AI. And uh, I was having a bit of a panic. What was my panic about yesterday? Oh, shoot. What was it? So just the fact that AI, if you, if you ever read the blog Wait But Why there's a really good article on there which essentially says um, you know the computers will become you know eventually they'll become sort of self-aware self-learning whatever they'll suddenly you know be able to learn on their own but it won't be like humans learning it won't be like you know do to do go to school for years it'll be like a vertical bar graph where it's like boom learning happened learning would happen instantly right and I can imagine um, just how that's going to transform everything. Imagine when your, if your computer had an opinion. <laughs> if you're like, you know, open this spreadsheet. I don't think that's a good idea, dude. <laughs> but, um, oh, I know why I was went down this road. Because I was watching another awesome Netflix show. Um, which, again, I won't remember the name of because brain... Uh, but it was about hired gun musicians, so musicians who are hired for the band, hired for the album, but they're not really, you know, officially, either they are or aren't really officially part of the band, but they're not, definitely not getting paid the same, you know, they get paid pittance. And it was a really, really good show, and I, I, I saw people like Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper and Billy Joel... Uh, their bands and their their studio guys, and uh, it was pretty neat. And I just realized, though, some of them are like, all of a sudden, you know, there's no gig, and this career you had, you like, particularly the drummer for Billy Joel, whatever his name is. See, I don't even remember his name, which is tragic. His name's Liberty DeVito. You know, he asked for a little more money because he was having a divorce, and Billy Joel is hypersensitive about money because his manager screwed him or something, and he's like. Uh, no, don't ask me that. I wish you hadn't asked me that. Next thing he knows, Billy Joel's doing a gig, and he's not invited to the gig, and they just replaced him. And that's after, you know, 20 or 30 years of playing with him. Anyway, this is just kind of tragic, but it had me thinking, you know, um, 
these days you can just on my computer, even using Logic or GarageBand, I can dial up a drummer. Like it has, they even have names, people's names, and they have a playing style, and like then and that's drums. So it won't be long before you can dial up a computer guitar player or get your computer, you know, saxophonist or whatever. I mean, right now you can just use loops, but imagine if there's. AI gets smart enough to simulate a guitarist style. Well, that's coming, and that and that had me a little bit sad because I thought, man, that means every creative thing is going to have the same thing happen. Like, I'm a creative director. I have worked with graphic artists and writers. Um, all of that's going to be replaced by AI eventually. Uh, I guess I, you know I don't really know whether that's for sure in the cards. Um, but then what? You know what? What? What's life like when there's no work, because everything's done by machines or computers? Does life just get really easy? Like, is everyone just provided for? Or is there even a need for graphic designers and musicians? Because uh, you know, you make your own things, or you don't. There is no businesses because you don't need to have a business. Like, what happens? What happens when all these loops close up? Let's know your thoughts on that, because like my brain can't quite compute what happens in a society where you're completely provided for. I guess what happens is just like in in the Time Machine by H.G. Wells. You know, maybe people will shrink. It was probably way ahead of its time that book, because uh, it'd be the same kind of thing would probably happen to humans. We'd shrink and become like babies, looked after by the Morlocks. <laughs> anyway, I'm heading in. We we'll get some sausage.
So that was fun. I, I got some focaccia and some fresh pizza. I think I'll make pizza tonight. I got, I got some Italian sausages. I haven't made pizza in a long time. Um, I got some advice from a, 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 a chef friend of mine. And I asked him, I said, why the hell does pizza always suck when I make it? And he said, uh, well, are you rubbing the crust in olive oil? And I said, no. Oh. <laughs> and holy shit, what a difference. So now I just bathe it in that stuff. Uh, also enjoy making um, pasta. Have you ever done that? Uh, I have a manual crank pasta maker. Um, it's just so much fun. It's beautiful. I got it at a garage sale. I'm sure I've talked about it before. That's like flour and an egg, which is insane. You know, with the right quantity of flour and an egg, you just make it into like a kind of a dryish dough, and you crank it through that flat, the flat thing. You. I won't be able to describe it. But there's a flat roller, and then there's a cutter roller. So you just run it through the flat roller five or six times. Over and over, fold it over, but add some more flour in there, and fold it over five or six times. And then you get this long, beautiful ribbon that you can then run through the cutter and slice. And that goes into boiling water for, like, I don't know, two minutes at the most. And you have this amazing, best pasta you've ever had. It takes way too fast to cook. I couldn't believe it. Um, but so fun. It's kind of when you've had pasta your whole life from a, from a, a dry package, it just kind of blows your mind that you can take flour and an egg and make even better. Um, it just doesn't quite compute. Well, I love it. So for my pizza tonight, I'm going to do what I said. I'm going to, I don't like to make it, I like the way Jamie Oliver says it. He says, you know, you're making a pizza, you know, not a work of art. So if it's okay, if it's not a perfect circle. Uh, or you can roll it flat on a, on a cookie tin, cookie sheet, and do a flat or a square shape. But I just like to make a rough circle. I brush on a little bit of pizza sauce. Sometimes I just use tomato uh, tomato soup, which is an interesting flavor. It, it actually tastes pretty good. Um, but I'm gonna, today I got some pizza. Today it was in an Italian deli. Like I got some awesome cheeses and some uh, sausages. And I got some mortadella and some... What else did I get? Some uh, Hungarian... Uh, pepperoni or salami or something um, I just don't have mushrooms which I love on my pizza and I also love pineapple and I know I know you're all about 50% of you are angry right now because I said pineapple is awesome on pizza there's never been a more divisive statement um, but weigh in go to the website I'd love to have that be the debate go to chubcreek.com and find this episode 181 and weigh in on your pizza pineapple thing. Does it belong? I love it. It's, it's lovely taste. Uh, and then you you put the oven as hot as it can possibly go. Yeah, like it, mine will go to 500, and uh, preheat that, and it goes right on a sheet. I don't care for cooking pizza stones or any of that just shit. It doesn't need it. Just throw it on a cookie sheet. Just don't do it for too long. 20 minutes and it's done. That's the key. It's got to be super hot. And that way it doesn't, you know, ruin it. Um, but it's even better if you have like a six or 700 degree oven. It takes like 10 minutes, I'm sure. 
So that's tonight. What are you having? <laughs> so that was dumb. I just went to the wrong place. Like, this is a cleaners, but it must have been another one on the Google list. I pull, I find a place to park, I pull in. I walk around the corner and I see that the sign is completely, it's above a completely papered over window. Are you gonna let me go, buddy? No, you're not, because this is Toronto. Um, and I walk up and I like knock on the window because I can see, I can smell, I can smell laundry. And uh, I'm thinking, I just must be like something weird going on. And there's a guy in there. Head south on Royal York Road toward Hay Avenue, then turn right onto Hay Avenue. <laughs> I knock on the window and he's like, looks at me like, what the fuck do you want? And I like make hand motions like <laughs> the hand motions of, are you open? Do ask me what those hand motions are, but that's what I did. And uh, he just turned around and kept working. He was construction guy. West on Melrose Street toward Royal York Road, then turn right onto Royal York Road. Uh-oh, I had to turn around. Turn right onto Royal York Road, then turn left onto Evans Avenue. What? I'm looking at the map and it doesn't make any sense. Head south on Royal York Road toward Hay Avenue, then turn right onto Hay Avenue. Okay. Turn right onto Hay Avenue. There is no Hay Avenue here. What are you, lost your mind? Oh, sometimes Google Maps loses its mind. You ever notice that? Like, uh, there were no roads right there. Now what? Hudson Street, where's that? Sorry, I'm sorry this is boring, but I am coming to the conclusion of my adventures in dry cleaning. That's a better title, isn't it? <laughs> adventures in dry cleaning. <laughs> that's typical, that's my life. That's the high point of my week. I'm just kidding, I have fun. My life isn't that bad. Okay, green light. Okay, where the hell is this place? I'm almost there. I'm so close. I'm in Toronto, just barely, I think. And that's my number there. Cleaning service. So right now it's just a charge for the cleaning of the coat. Okay. And then he'll then the other price and all of that will be charged after. Okay. But okay. We'll so sure do you want this? Good. You take that with you. You can either use that or your phone number. I mean, do you want the $33 now or after? Okay. Okay, thank you so much. My pleasure. Welcome in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Anyway, mission accomplished. I'm so happy. Now I can think about... What time is it now? It's 2.30. I can think about going home and... Uh, it's a little too early to start dinner, so I'm going to kill some time till then, but... Maybe later we'll make some pizza together. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, why I turned into Marvin the Martian just then. The Earth Fabulator, or whatever. What was it he said? Marvin the Martian was great. There was nothing in my pockets. Oh shit.
Creative Commons. This is, so I don't have to remember it later, this uh, is Ciron Jazz Floor, whatever. We'll see if it's good or not. Oh, doesn't sound good yet. You hear that? A little bit of jazz. It's probably going to be a beat suddenly and it'll be annoying. Yeah. Okay, next. Ah, uh, good enough. I just didn't want dead, dead nothing. Okay, so we're all set. I've got, uh, I thought maybe you'd want to make pizza with me. I'll put you in my cupboard because it sounds better. I think. So I've got my round pizza pan, and I've drizzled some olive oil on it. And I've got my pizza dough that I got fresh. It's been sitting in the warmth for an hour. It's supposed to rise, but it didn't really rise much, so. So right now I'm gonna dump it out on my olive oil pizza pan. Okay, my hands are clean. I'm just gonna drizzle a little more oil on top of that. And then I'm gonna start kind of mushing around it with it. So fun making pizza. It makes squishy, squishy. <laughs> you wanna hear it up close? <laughs> Let me just put it back. Oh, it's so perfect. It's really good. Just the right consistency. So I like to just, I don't know. I try not to roll it because I feel like that kind of compresses it too much. So what I do is I just take my fingertips and I press really hard with my fingertips and slowly just get it to be bigger. I kind of stretch it outward and I've got this round pizza pan that'll sort of guide my shape of it so it doesn't have to be a perfect circle like I was saying before but it is fun to roll a little crust around on it. I can get this to be just a little wider than the pizza pan. That'd be great. It's almost there now. But then when you relax and let it go, it kind of shrinks again. So I'm just gonna keep pressing. Okay, looks good. Looks good. There's lots of oil on this. You don't have to go crazy like I do, but it really does change the flavor for sure. What the frig is that? Next. Next. 
turned down a bit. Okay. So now I got oily hands and I wash them. Hang on. Okay. Now what do I do? I didn't really have enough ingredients. Oh, I got a pizza sauce here. Gonna open it up. Get my can opener. Come on. Why wouldn't it? Opening a can shouldn't be hard. Well, it's upside down, that's why. Oh, it's got a tab. That's so nice. I have no nails. Shit. Okay, so the thing I think my trick is not to do a lot of sauce. Because otherwise you just can have soggy, soggy pizza. So I'm using like a quarter of the can of that. Maybe four teaspoonfuls. Let me see how that works. Spreading it out with the back of the spoon. Hey Pete, what do you want? You wanna say hi? I'll put Pete. Here's Pete. Hello. Can you hear Pete? He's not making any noise. He just wondered why I'm making pizza. Okay, fine, you go down. So now there's gonna be cat on my pizza. Cat hair. So I suggest when you do your own pizza, you don't pick up the cat. Otherwise your guests will be pulling cat hair out of their pizza. So no, I'm just kidding, there's no cat hair. Okay, that was just perfect, I think. Uh, just leaving almost a little too much. But it's good. So, sauce. What else do I want on this? I feel like putting salt. I don't know why. I'm shaking a little salt onto this for some reason. And this is a shitty song. I'm not telling you what these songs are. Oh man, I gotta find something better. I wanted something like a little atmospheric. What about this? Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm just snipping open. So now I like to put, I like to think of it in terms of insulating the crust from wet stuff. And so I'm just popping open this thing of mozzarella. It'd be like my wet ingredients shield. See how this works. Huge, lovely slices of mortadella. Super thin. It's kind of hard to put down on this actually. Are you doing this with me? <laughs> Why would anyone listen to this? I'm making food you can't see. <laughs> I remember doing this once before and somebody said they liked it, so I'm doing it again. Alright. That wasn't quite enough mortadella, it didn't go all the way around. So I'll open another one. Plus, there's no such thing as too much mortadella. Listen to me trying to cut 
freaking plastic. This is me failing because the freaking scissors won't cut. You know what I do with scissors like that? I do this. Garbage. Fucking shit. Don't buy shit. Buy good things. I was fooled into buying those scissors because I was at Home Depot. And they looked like manly scissors and they're just shit. Don't buy shit scissors. Like Jesus, they have one job to do. Okay. Got the rest of the mortadella out here. I'm just sort of double layering it, but not really. Okay, that's that. What else do I want on this? It's in the, what's, in, what's in the fridge? Well, onions, I don't think I want onions. What about... Some leftover chicken? Maybe, eh? It's kind of a spicy... It was a spicy peach chicken I made the other day. It was really good. So instead of throwing it out, use it on your pizza. Why not? I don't need a lot, though. I've been watching this really cool show called Backyard Bounty. If you're in Canada, you can watch it. It's so awesome and great. It's just these two guys. One of them's really flamboyant, and one guy's kind of more, I don't know, not flamboyant. And uh, they just go looking for yard sales. Okay, this song's annoying. They go looking for yard sales, and they, they each have antique shops, so they look for stuff that they can purchase from a buyer's, from a, from a seller's, a re, they want a reseller's price, right? I'm just cutting up this chicken. Um, ooh, some, it's a peach in there, that'd be nice. So, this, see, this goes to my whole pineapple on pizza. I don't have any pineapple, but I'm going to add these pieces of peach, which you probably will hate. But you're not eating it. Yeah, so I don't know. Just watching these two guys cruise. And it's in southern Ontario where they cruise around. And they look for treasure. And sometimes they often find things they think is worth a lot. And one thing that comes up a lot that I'm always surprised is... Uh, Porcelain signs, old porcelain signs, and they're often, in their eyes, worth a lot of money. Okay, so I'm adding those bits of chicken. That'll be nice, right? It'll taste interesting anyway. I'm also going to put on this. Wash my hands again. Mm. There is bacon, but I don't love... Oh, I know, I've got some of this Hungarian uh, salami. Put that on. No scissors needed. It pisses me off with the scissors. Okay, so we got mortadella, we got chicken, <laughs> and Hungarian salami, right? Now, should I put that on the top? I think I should. I'll leave that for the top. Because now I'm going to do the cheese thing. Hang on. I got some of that really nice um, mozzarella that's, you know, in the shape of a ball and it's fresh. God, there's so much plastic in our lives. Cutting everything open, scissors, knives, just open the bloody plastic. <clears throat> I also got one of these um, 
like a really razor sharp cheese shredder that that ha like the, the thing will cut you if you eat your finger in it. But it does such a nice job. So I'm just grating cheese directly on the bazaar. Bazaar. Oh yeah. Should I pour myself a glass of wine? Yeah, right. What am I doing? I don't know if I'm gonna use this or not. Kind of, I feel like it's gonna be long, but it's really helpful getting feedback. Cause the whole thing, like I said, like I don't know if I said this or not, cause I can't remember if I was talking today or yesterday when I wasted all that time when it wasn't recording right. But one problem about podcasts is Apple. They're just knobs sometimes. I mean, I love Apple. You know, no one loves Apple like me, but they're just knobs because they set up podcasting. I know they didn't invent it, but you know they embraced it. But if you go to the podcasts app or go to search for podcasts on Apple, there's no information about how many subscribers or downloads or any information other than comments. And so if you look at my podcast on, on iTunes or on podcast app or whatever the frig you have to look, you don't see nothing about how, how there is a relevance thing or some kind of popularity thing, which means nothing. But, uh, and there's also comments, but only if you're in, and it gives another stupid thing. Like why? So you can't see American, like if you look on the American iTunes or American podcast site, I don't know if it's iTunes or podcast or what, like they changed it up. But you can see comments if you're signed in as the United States. But I can't see them unless I do that. And I can't see if you're from Australia or England. I can't see your, your friggin' comments. I can't see your reviews. <sighs> Which is really stupid. It's so stupid, Apple. What's wrong with you? Assholes. Anyway, so every once in a while when I remember, I go, Oh shit, I'm going to go check out the... Uh, I'm going to log in like I'm in England on iTunes and see if anyone's said anything nice about the podcast and every once in a while and, and they're there and uh, or at least they were last time I looked you know years ago so thank you for taking the trouble to do that so if you're in Canada I noticed there's zero reviews in iTunes under Canadian if you're logged in under Canada so hey if you're from Canada do me a favor, just so that it makes me feel nice when I look into the iTunes section for Chub Creek. Some Canadian reviews. Let's um, Canada represent, okay? Because, like, only Americans so far and, and people from Australia and the UK that I know of have even bothered to comment, so. Bothered to. Listen to me like I do it all the time. I don't do it either, so. Don't. I'm not judging you. I'm the worst. I'm the worst asshole with that. Okay, so this is looking yummy. This is a meat lover's, I guess. Oh, you know what this needs? Friggin' and you'll hate this too. Green olives, man. Green olives are the shit on pizza. Let's see. Let's see if I have any. Oh yes. Perfect. They're already sliced. Wicked. So now all I gotta do is take some of these out. I've, I've got a paper towel because I they, they're so wet. I'm just gonna um, dry them off a bit first. Okay, drying, 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 pressing, pressing, pressing. Okay, that's pretty good. So 
The shake, oh, those are awesome. Ooh, it's so good. Man, I wonder if you would hate or love my pizza. You've never tried it, so you never know. Okay, what else have I got in a jar? Hang on, now I'm excited about jars. <laughs> Let's see. Capers, no. Uh, Sun-dried tomatoes, eh. Would be good. Uh, salsa, what else we got? Pickles, no. I thought I had some peppers or something. If I had some peppers, that'd be great. Capers, no. Really? That's it? Mm. Okay. Then I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to be forced to add some hot chilies. Because I just need something to punch it out a bit. Oh, how about this? I have a jar, which I'll never open, of jalapenos. Ah, it's really tight. I'm just gonna heat up the lid so the lid is bad. Ah, I did it. It's amazing how that well that works. You heat up the lid with hot water and the metal in the lid expands. So I'm gonna do the same deal here. We'll paper towel. I'm gonna spoon some out. Oh, those are yummy. Look at that. Spooning out. Drying them off. They're really wet though. Just grating a little more cheese on here to insulate. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. When you love building a pizza, it's just fun. It's so fun. I never do it. Okay, that looks pretty good to me. Do I have pineapple, you're asking? Let me see. Let's see, sliced mushrooms, sliced olives, uh, mushroom pieces, diced tomato, mushroom soup. That's alright. Now the next step is like heating up that oven until it's ridiculous and smoking yourself out probably if you don't have a clean oven. Mine's not too bad. Oh, you know what I gotta do last is now I've got this pizza like this. You pull and roll the rim and it's kind of tricky because it doesn't really stay because I just don't know what I'm doing. So pull and roll it all the way around. Then you get a bit of a crust. Which looks nice. Doesn't really serve a purpose. Not like that you need a handle or anything. But I always try to do it. I guess it does stop things from overflowing. I don't know. Okay. Alright, so I'm probably going to leave you at this point. And I'll tell you another time how good it was. The sucker's going in the oven. Oh, you know what we didn't do? We didn't have a glass of wine together. Let's just do that first. Hang on a second. Okay, that looks pretty good. I'm gonna let that sit for a minute. Wash my hands. And these days, none of the wine I buy has corks, so like, that's really lame. Because I can't even do the uncorking. Here, I won't open anyway. <laughs> Turn this shitty music down.
Then we'll have a glass of wine together. There we go. Okay, well, cheers. I have to get another glass to do that. <laughs> cheers. Mm. This is a Shiraz. It's delicious. Come on, it'll be fun. I'm back. Stop that, Ed. Come on, get into it with me. All right, all right, all right. Where's the word? I don't and know. Your part's that. coming up soon. Oh, brother. The weather outside is frightful. Lovely one, I What? Okay, get ready. Oh, I hate this one. Yeah, don't be like that. You're doing great. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. And then you can open presents and have a glass of beer. Have a holy noly Christmas. When you walk down the road yeah, That doesn't go like that Say hello to friends you know And everybody else Holy cow, the mistletoe I'm stuck on the roof If you're lucky, it's some chick Kiss her with the big smooch Have a holy moly Christmas in case you're kinda dumb, go and get that eggnog and put in it some rum. Oh, Ed, that was so good. You're such a lovely singer. Let's do one more, okay? I wanna go. Come Let's on. go. I wanna go Come home. On one more, okay? Please. I wanna have some nog. Okay, let me look. Yeah, you know any drinking tunes? Oh, here's a. Here, this is one of my favorites, Ed. Why? Okay, now. Try to remember the words this time. Oh, I don't know any of the words. What is... Oh, I know. Come on, Ed. I, I don't it. like this one, Ethel. I don't know how to sing this Sing one. it! Said the night man to the lamb Do you see what I see? Up in the sky, little man What I see A star, a star Great big star With a tail as big as a lamb With a tail as big as a lamb I don't think that's right, Ed. I'm getting the hang of this, Ethel. I like this thing. Keep going. Set the lamb to the little man do you hear what I know? 
ringing through the sky, little boy. Do you hear what I know? A child, a child, what's he doing there? Let us bring him frankincense and myrrh. Let us bring him frankincense and myrrh. Said the king to the people Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the songs you heard were, in order of appearance, Tarzan on the topic of your stepmother by Zach Fleury, Mini Bubbles Pop Around My Head featuring Hivoya by Crazy Language, Friendly Jam Smooth Generator Remix, original track written and produced by Roger Colo, and Walter Silva remixed by Marco Kohler. And the amazing Trollo Low song by, <laughs> that wasn't too annoying, by Edward Anatolievich Kiel. And we can't forget Christmas Favorites with Ed and Ethel, by Ed and Ethel. So this is the last one of 2017, so happy Hanukkah, happy, I had to Google some of this, happy Fiesta of Our Lady of Guadalupe, happy St. Lucia Day, happy Kwanzaa, happy Omisoka, happy Chinese New Year, and happy regular old New Year, happy Festivus. Happy <laughs> Merry Christmas. See you next time.